I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to our Fancy Podcast, episode 42. I'm your host, Peter, and joined this week by the usual two, Tom and Gunnar. How are you doing, guys? Tom. I'm good, thank you. How are you, Peter? I'm not bad, not too bad at all. Back for this rubbish weather outside. How are you doing, Gunnar? Yep, doing very well. Rubbish weather as well over in Germany, but other than that, all good. Okay, before we get started, the quarterfinals or the half-hour fantasy podcast comes this week. If you go to Gunnar's Twitter page, he has updated the bracket for the four winners and the new bracket semi-finals. But Gunnar, do you want to take us through the quarterfinals? Yeah, so the four quarterfinals we had, we had at Big John 08 against Liberty 95. The winner, Liberty 95 in this one, just seven points. Uh, second quarterfinal was Nick Hedgie uh, against at Bolexio. Just a one point in it, Bolexio going through. Uh, quarterfinal number three, Tointon 1993, coming out as the winner with 49 points against FF Baz uh, with his 37 points. And then the highest difference, I think, here in point scores in the fourth quarterfinal, Scoosh 2605. With 67 points against R. McLennan, 53 points. So the semi-finals now are at Liberty 95 against Bolexio, and the second semi-final at Tointon 1993 against Scoosh 2605. Right. The semi-finals will be next Wednesday. I believe that's the next game week. And another thing I pointed out, I think we said in our chat, is the last quarterfinal, the defeatist pair, the pair defeated with the one, the rest of the quarterfinals. We spoiled those, all right? Yeah, get knocked out. That's right. Yeah. Right. And it's only because the winner played a triple captain and Edward, who got the one return for Celtic. So a bit of luck carried there today. That's what happens in the cup. So we'll go to the Scottish League. There is no change. Top three hasn't changed much. Gunnar's gathered a bit of ground in first place, but with two weeks left to go, I think the title challenge could be over. There isn't really any scores to doubt for a high score. So we'll, we'll go to our points. I had 30. Tommy 37, Gunnar Yud 41, so I'll start first. I brought in Xander Clark as my transfer. Didn't play either, so but I, busted, I busted flush for that. So it was Doig for two points. Oh, pressing buttons here. Barisic, captain, 10. Helge, Helge for Ross County for seven. Devon for nothing. Forrest, one. Turbo, one. LNUC, zero. Shankland, one point. Morelis, six points. Lather, two. And I had Callahan for six points on the bench, but couldn't get more because of the formation I set out. So, Tom, what talks for your points? Yep. I brought in uh, Anik, and he got zero points. Backline, Barisic, five points. Reynolds, nothing. Uh, Scott McMahon, two. Goldson, two. Midfield, Callahan got me six. Captain McGrath got me 
me 12 and Pinnock got me one. Up front, Morelos, six points. Lafferty, two points. And vice-captain was Shank, who got one point. Yeah, I brought in Nisbet on my free transfer, who I vice-captained, and he didn't play, so that's zero <laughs> points. And Segrist in goal for nothing. Barisic, five. Holwyn and Goldson, two each. Kenny for nothing. Boyle, two points. Elunusi, zero. Callahan six points. Captain McGrath as well for 12. And Morelos and French Eddie, six points each. Okay. You both mentioned McGrath last week, and I just totally just... <laughs> Totally ignored it. Sorry, that was a dog with nuts of hanging by. Totally ignored it and went with Xander Clark for a bit of banter because of that cup game. That came back and bought me. Uh, anyways, I feel now, I don't know about you, I feel now it's two weeks to go because I'm glad it's getting to the end of the season, this Scottish game. I feel I want it to be over and a bit revitalised next year with bonus points, maybe some new chips, see what happens. Because I have noticed even the community that it's kind of got a lot quieter as it's tailed off the end of the season. People have maybe lost a bit of interest, I think. I don't know what your thoughts on that is, Tom. Yeah, I think people, the mini leagues, have decided they're not they're not going to gain much ground. Um, there's not really sort of there's a, the templates kind of performing. There's not really any sort of standouts. So everyone's remaining sort of stagnant. So, yeah, it'll be good to get next season. Hearts will be back up as well, so that should add a bit more interest. One of the, the bigger teams back in it, and uh, a new point system as well. Have yourself got your thoughts on that? You agree what you both have said there. Uh, we spoke about the the new new point system so often i think we're all kind of waiting for that to come into effect and this week as well i scored 21 points over the average i still finished on a gray dot uh, so there's not much movement i suppose not even in the mega league um so everyone's just kind of waiting for this season to finish it was a good first season and then if we go into next season with a bit bit more ways to score points bonus points a couple of new chips like you say uh, to make it more interesting that'd be good yep just take away again is a great next year. I think we've got more interest where there's more stuff going, there's more things playing out at the end of the season, point wise and bonus points. Right, so we'll go through the results. We're not going to labour on the results with this last time. There's really kind of no point now because it's got to the point where there's not much changing in the last two weeks. So St. Mirren 1, Hamilton 2, Motherwell 2, Kilmarnock 0, Livingston 1, Aberdeen 2, Hibbs 0, St. Johnson 1, Dunyard 2, Ross County 2, <coughs> Rangers 4, Celtic 1. Uh, so. <laughs> Couple of point, talking points through the these game weeks and discuss. And just going forward, this is what we're going to start doing next week, next year, sorry, rather than go through the games in, in lots of detail, we're going to just maybe take three or four talking points for the game week and try to discuss that. So a bit of conversation. That is a plan going forward. Maybe we do the FPL the kind of second half of the podcast. That is going to be a plan going forward for the next season's podcast. So for the results, Tom, Dungeon United without Seagrest. Thoughts? Um, pretty def- shaky defensively and up front they've been lacking as well uh, I suppose they don't have a lot to play for they're fairly settled in the sort of top half of the bottom half, Ross County just wanted it more and they got good. the result there yep, good up. I agree, I, I think they, it is really the, the, the way that the head's not in it they've got nothing to play for except their cup semi-finals um, Seagrass is a big miss, you could see that especially the second goal but I think keeper at fault maybe for the first one as well. I want to pick out Jordan White. He's got scored two and two now. Um, and like Tom said, Ross County, they probably just wanted it more. And Adrian Spurle, biggest troll of our in- inaugural <laughs> FFS season. Um, 
yeah, he was on the bench at least, didn't come on. Uh, and I think that that experiment is just just over. I think Don United front three of uh, McNulty, Clark, and, and Shanklin is the way going forward. Like he didn't even Schwerler didn't even come on when they were two 0 down, and uh, I doubt he's he's going to be rested for the semi final in the cup. Always next season. Always next season. Going to get him again next season. <laughs> next point was kind of three points over the one, so it's like tight at the bottom. So is it worth targeting players with something to play for? And also my point at this was, if you're a wild card, would you be lumping on players because of something to play for, Tom? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Ross County, the pressure's on. They came up against Dundee United. They, they, they did well. And the same applied to, to Hamilton as well. Uh, St. Byron have been reasonably solid defensively. And for Hamilton to kind of go away from home and bag a couple of goals, I mean, I suppose we'll talk about Hamilton later on. I don't think Moyo knew much about that one, but uh, to get to, <laughs> to 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 go away from home and win, whereas in contrast to that, you got teams like Dundee United that zero shots on target against County Selic. I mean, they've not looked interesting since October, really. Um, Hibs, they've kind of fell by the wayside a little bit as well. Um, so you could argue. There's a few teams in there that don't just don't look in it anymore. Livingston as well. I mean, the 14 unbeaten game unbeaten run. That's a distant memory too. So, I think if you were going to target, you'd probably look at. Um, I'd probably be lumping into the the relegation battlers. What's going on? I agree with Tom there. It's, it's especially what he said there on Hibs as well. They've got the semi final as well. Don United. We spoke about them, and I mean. You could see it from Ross County wanting it more. Killy was a bit disappointed. I thought they, they'd have more in it. We all have Callahan. Uh, so once again, Hamilton. When I when we spoke a couple of weeks ago, I had them down and out being relegated. And the two of you were like, oh, are you sure? And here we go again. They, they might actually save them again. Uh, and, and, and then also like St. Johnson. I mean, they... They've picked up a good couple of results, but they were kind of playing with like a with like a B team, if you want. Like the goalie wasn't playing, Rooney wasn't playing, uh, and, and they still come away with the result there. So fair play to them. But I agree with Tom. I'd probably try and, and, and see if your players like a Jordan White, for example, in the relegation battle there, that they have something to play for to pick them up. Maybe it's a lesson learned for next year. Like when we get our... If they continue the wild card after the split... Maybe your best holding it for a week or two, and then seeing mm. European places and relegation places, and using it then, even just for the last three game weeks. Not, I know it's only two weeks later, but maybe you maybe see who's in the net to get out of it, and who actually has got something to fight and play for, and that would maybe be the best time to use it rather than just blow it straight away because you've got a wild card and it's like interesting and fun. Uh, you mentioned Hibs there, Tom, been pretty kind of off the boil, but another point you know is just as simple as Celtic are really really shite. Tom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Celtic. Well, I suppose we, should, we may as well just talk about the result of the weekend. Um, this was the kind of big the big game to kind of you know get something out of the season. They could at least say they've put a stop to Rangers on un, un, invincible league. Um, but they're just so flat. Defensively was a concern. I mean, John Joe Kenny. I don't know how he's managed to get in, get the big bucks at Everton because absolutely rotten. Um, 
Ayer. I mean, I was critical of him last week, as you well know. You guys might have thought he had a decent game, but I just wasn't feeling it. So, yeah. I mean, I think the only, only uh, Celtic player I've got in my team's Forest, And even then, I should probably get rid of him too. I'm fit Forrest at that. Gera, <laughs> thoughts? On Celtic, me, Celtic a shite? <laughs> I mean, this, this result just goes to show how big the rebuild for Celtic is actually going to be. I mean, they need a new manager, captain's leaving. Uh, number two got sent off there in the game as well against Rangers. So it's, it's, this, this result probably uh, meant it's not going to be Kennedy who's getting the manager's job. Edward, he's probably off. So they're going to need a new striker. They got no proper right back because John Joe Kenny isn't one. Ayer, if he's going or if Tom says... You need someone better. They don't have any good center halves. And it's just a massive job for whoever comes in. Uh, this result is well. It goes to show that the rebuild is so big and not just not just players, managers, scouts, maybe backroom staff. It's just a lot of work, I think. Don't hold back, you know. Don't hold back. Before <laughs> uh, <laughs> we move on, have you got any other thoughts on the games? Tom, you mentioned getting to Hamilton later. Have you got something on Hamilton you want to discuss? Um, just um, I thought I thought Callahan had a really had a really good game. He's obviously a box to box midfielder. Um, he thought I thought he was unlucky not to get more than just a single goal. Um, in that game as well, McGrath has obviously been on decent form. Me and Gunnar backed him with the captaincy. Um, that's about it, really. Good any add to what you've seen? Well, maybe Devante Cole. I took him out a few weeks ago. Uh, probably wasn't the right move. N- um, next game, Motherwell, they play, what is it? They play Dundee United, who we just said, maybe their head's not in it. And then Ross County, something to play for. Uh, Motherwell, probably, well, they're safe, nothing to play for. But Devante Cole, he sticks out for me. Um, and then I want to mention for Aberdeen, the right-back playing this week is the, the new head, headband. They got two now. It's Connor McLennan, who's a striker in the game. So basically, the reverse Spurler. Uh, <laughs> he, he got the assist for the goal as well. Uh, he, he was popping up in some really mad positions. If you, like I, I looked it up earlier and then seen he was playing right-back. And just if you tried it, watching the highlights, tried following him around the pitch, it was just... Not a lot of times you, you could find him in the right-back spot and for the goal as well. He just drifts inside and then uh, finds himself like one-on-one with the goalie and someone else put it in. Um, yeah, but just, I mean, for, for our points in fantasy, it doesn't really, if he's a striker and plays as a defender, we won't get the clean sheet points, though. None of you want to bring up Jay Henderson, no? Oh, Jay Henderson, yeah. <laughs> From bench trick player to getting attack and returns. I mean, he, he probably didn't know too much about it. Uh, just ricocheted off him for the goal for McGrath. And then he had a chance late on as well uh, that he just brashly hit over the bar when he could have just squared it. I think he's a young lad, isn't he? He's 19, 20. Uh, he's 19 years old, right. yeah. So he's won for, he's won for next season. So he's went, he'll be come from, as you said, the bench trick last season to be a, a shoe-in next season having your team get out assists every second game. Right, well, we've only predictions then. It was bad this week. We've only got... One point you giving her, one point Tom, and I get two results. I can't know what I've got right down here, but they're all Ross County one nil for me, so one point. Rangers, well, let me say Rangers three one, so I wasn't far away. One point. 
Tom, you'd won now, Gunnar, you'd won now, so that was your points. The rest of it was pretty rubbish. And I'll just tell you now, it was the exact same for the Premiership English game. Not one, not one, he's got one result, right? No fixtures this week, so we'll leave that. So no transfers, captains, vice caps, leave that tonight as well. So, like I suggested on, the community's getting a bit bored, there's no much questions either. So I have decided to conceive a quiz for you lads, and you can play along at home, dear listener. Now, last week, uh, how much see hands on the table so you can't go on your phone check things. Last week, the, the app put on a tweet showing the top point scorer from every team. So I decided to test your knowledge, and I've put down the second top point scorer of every team. Some will be obvious, some will not be obvious. So now, obviously, there's 12 teams, so it's six each. Who wants to go first? Tom or I go ahead, Tom. <laughs> I like that. I'll go ahead so first. How it's going to work is, Tom, I'll give you six questions first, right? If you don't, if you don't know the answer, Gunnar can can get a, can come in. Put the wrong answer wrong, and then go to Gunnar and vice versa, right? So I put left and right, six teams, six teams. So it's just Tom's going first. So your six teams are Aberdeen, second highest point scorer. Ryan Hedges. Over to Gunnar. Does that mean it's wrong? Yes. Aye, right, okay. Uh, I'm going to go... So the highest point score is probably Lewis. So I'm going for Hoban. Correct, Gunnar. Hoban. One for Gunnar. Right, Tom, so back. Because we've done the centre halves already. You know, yeah, top maybe, maybe. <laughs> Right, Tom, over to you. Second highest point scorer for Celtic. Duffy. No. Gunnar. Elionissi. No, it was Orchard Edward. Ooh. Who's the highest? I didn't read that down. I, mean, I, I, oh, okay. I, I think it's Ayer, am I correct? I'm sure it's Ayer. Oh, okay. Aye. Right, Tom, back to you again. Dungeon United. I'm assuming the highest is Seagrass, so second highest I'll go Mark Reynolds. Correct, or Mark Reynolds. Who would you say they're going to? Reynolds as well, yeah. He just said that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> right, uh, Tom again. Hibs. Hibs. It's either Boyle and Nisbet or Nisbet and Boyle. I'm just trying to decide which way. That's what I reckon. Um, I'll go Boyle. No. Gura? I'm going to go a defender. I'm going to go Hanlon. Close. McGinn? Hmm. Oof. Tom. Kilmarnock. Bork. Wrong. Gura? Bamba. Oh, I thought he's got this one. No, it's Greg Kilty. Bart was number one. Tom, your last one. You're so far you've got one. <laughs> but you still got the second half to play if you're going to get some wrong. St. Mirren. Shaughnessy. Good up. Um, Tate. 
Fraser. Would have never guessed that. So after the first half of the competition, it is one each. So Gunnar, over to you, St. Johnson. Um, um, Rooney. Nope. Tom. Jason Kerr. Close by one point. Is it Jason McCart? That's his name. McCart was the was the second highest point scorer. Was it? Right. You're Livingston. Go three. Nope. Tom. <laughs> Straight streak. Oh, no. Do you want to see your answer out there? I thought that there you kind of thought. Is it the boy, the striker, uh, Robinson? No. Nicky Devlin. Gunnar, Rangers. Second highest. Um, Goldson. Correct. Gunnar Goldson. Ross County. Jordan White. Nope. Tom? Billy Mackay. No, lack of it. Hamilton. Mm. <laughs> it's not Callahan. So is it O'Dolphin? Yes, O'Dolphin. There's two answers there. It's actually McMahon and O'Dolphin or joint setting points. Right, okay. Yeah. And the last one, Gunnar, just to, this is for a humping, because it's 3-1, this is for the 4-1, Gunnar. Gunnar got the easy ones, so. But, just to wait, <laughs> <laughs> Motherwell. Tony Watt. Nope, Tom. Devante Cole. Correct, Tom Devante Cole. Number one was O'Donnell. So just to, that was three, two, Gunnar. Just to count here, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, slash nine. Nine out of the 12 second place guys were all defenders. This is the kind of story of the season. Right, FPL. Let's load up this league. I don't know why I actually do this because I'm not sitting in the top three anymore, which is quite disappointing. But the league. So, top three has changed. Gunnar's still number one with 26 points. Picnic George, Daniel Lambert second. Tom Leapfrogs Peter in third. So I'm fourth. So the average this week was 39 points. I had 29, and I'll start first, and then I'll go to Tom with 36, and Gunnar with 26. So, Martinez and goal for two, Dallas one point, nothing from Trent, Castagne two, Lingard two, Sun 12, Banford one, Captain Kane four, any actual five, Sanchez on the bench for six, nothing else, obviously because that postponed game. So, Tom, what do you think is true, your points? Uh, Martinez and goal for two points, uh, backline was Dunk eight points, Shaw got me nothing, Castagne two, 
midfield Greenwood nothing Lingard two Fernandez nothing Son got me twelve up front Nacho got me five Captain Kane four and Bamford one. Get up. Mendy and goals for seven Cody and Castagna two each one point of Dallas Greenwood Salah nothing Lingard and Pereira two each one point off the bench from Davis Ianacho five and Captain Kane with four. Okay. Bit of a rubbish gimmick. We obviously, Liverpool mind the game postponed. Kind of through this part and it all works. So, over to Tom for some Tom time with the topic. Okay, so three questions this week. Uh, question number one it's Spurs related. Is Gareth Bale under Ryan Mason a different animal? All of his nine goals have came at home. Is he a key target for game weeks 36 and 37? Peter. He... I think it's a different animal, yes. I think he's going to play more games. Uh, key target, if you can do it. I'm just in the situation where I don't think I can get to him. I've got this triple game week coming, obviously, game week 35. So, Spurs play once, so there's no point this week. Next week, the way it's going to work out for me is I'm going to have a couple of players blanking, so I need to transfer players in if players are not playing. So, that, again, leaves the issue with no bail. Well, probably could if I wanted to downgrade a Fernandez, but he's not in my thoughts right now. And that is pretty much it for me. If, if you're on a wild card or if you've got the money, you can go son to, to bail, maybe. Would I recommend a triple up? Mm, I don't think so, but that's just my thoughts on it. What about you, Gunnar? I like bail. Um, I've made some uh, maverick transfers the past two weeks. I brought Pereira in, for example, for... One of my free transfers last week i could with the money in the bank probably upgrade him uh, after this game week so for 36 uh, i'm i probably have two man united midfielders as well one of them being greenwood so i could upgrade him to bail and just like you say he's scored all his goals at home there's two home games in 36 and 37 against wolves and aston villa um and if you put it that, like that so man united blank uh, I, I could see myself going from Greenwood to to Bale, I think. Not Son? <sighs> see, I, I didn't have Son this week, which had me drop in rank massively. It was part of my, my big master plan to bring him in for, for Fernandes, which I then didn't do because Bruno, he's done really well in the European game. Then the game was called off. So Son really hurt me, but... I'm not, I'm not sure if I want to triple up on them and just go bail because I'm chasing and lots of people around me, they have sun. Uh, and if Bale can keep this up, then like I'm hoping it could could catapult me up, up the ranks. Sounds good. Um, just to add to that, um, Ryan Mason's been in charge of Spurs' last two league games in that time. Um Bale is top for shots on target amongst all midfielders with seven, and he scored four goals in that time. Uh, I think I'll, I'll probably go for him. Not not this week. I've got free hit to play in the blank game week. Um, my first draft, I've got a Spurs triple up. I think under Ryan Mason, they're going to be a lot more attacking. It was Dele Alley was on the pitch last game as well. So a lot more creativity. I think they're going to focus less defensive and just go at teams. So. I'll probably be looking at definitely bailing the free hit, and then I'm not too sure after that. Hmm. Um, next question then. 
with a double game week. I'm going to submit this question. It was just a double game week. Now it is a triple game week. But with a double game week coming up, what players are you targeting? If you still had your free hit, what players would you be considering, given that you wouldn't have to worry about blank game weeks as well, just for those like me with a free hit up the sleeve? Kuna. Well, first of all, I have a couple of players already that are definitely going to blank. So all my lesser guys, my Man United guys, have Mendy in goal still, uh, have holding on the bench at the minute. So they're all blanking in game week 36. I'm still looking to bring in someone from Man United, uh, preferably a defender, just to get get someone who's who's super nailed, like a Maguire or a Juan Basaka, probably Maguire, if you if you want to go for the nailed argument. Um, they're blanking, but they're playing three times. And then after that is Fulham and Wolves. I don't mind benching them. Leicester, Castagna is probably, is probably like he's run his course. After, so after this double, they have the blank, then playing Chelsea and Tottenham. Uh, don't know how many points Castagna is going to get me there. One of the targets who doesn't blank in 36 is Zaha because they have Southampton and uh, Sheffield in the double and I brought in Pereira so I've, I've got this spot in my midfield uh, that is just basically punts for the last three or four game weeks uh, so I might punt on Zaha and then swap him to, to Son and uh, Bale in 36 but from the players that blank yeah, Man United, Leicester, I'm, I'm need to get rid of, rid of them at some point. Uh, Everton, they don't blank, uh, but I'm targeting an Everton defender this week as well, maybe. Peter? Repeat the question again for me, Tom. I said, with a double game week coming up, what players are you targeting? Or triple game week. Um, and if you, still had a f- if you still had a free hit, what players would you be considering? So if the blank game week wasn't a consideration, you're just solely looking at the a double game week, what players would you be going for? Right, so straight away it would be three Man United players. Uh, so I've already got two, Fernandez and Greenwood. The plan is like Gunnar said, we'd bring in Maguire. I've got, I've used one, I'll bring it, get to in a minute, I've got one transfer left. Uh, I was talking to Gunnar before the podcast started about rolling that for two next week, then, but if you bring a Man United player, a third player, he's playing three games, one return would cover the space of getting a hit next week, so it doesn't really matter. Quite happy to do it this week if you many players in. A lot of people on show, so I was thinking uh, Wan-Bissaka or Maguire, but the more I think about it, Maguire's nailed of nailed, so I think it'll be him. And as like his fixtures are actually pretty good after the blank, so I don't mind benching for one week, bringing them back in. As for any other players, I mean, Liverpool look good for that, so if after the home game. I would like to think that my game might be a low-scoring game, maybe potentially nil-nil, so that would work good if you had a Trent or maybe a Robertson double-up. Uh, try to think who else here. Leicester, like Everton, I brought in Coleman. That's my first transfer this week. Because their fixture after the blank's pretty good, so that's me. Hopefully he's pretty much nailed on. And who would I not, who would I not avoid? Now let me see. Fixture-wise. See, good I mentioned Saha, but I think the fixtures turn bad. I don't know it's right for a free hit. There's nothing really else stands out, I suppose. Uh, I like Everton, but then West Ham's going to get Cresbell back and Antonio, so it's kind of... Mm. I'm just attacked. The way the man looking at is, 
you've got a free hit, Tom. We'll discuss that more next week because you'll be obviously building a free hit team. I'm just going to attack this game week the best I can. And next week, I think I've got to work out of nine players. If I take a hit, I'll 11. Hopefully, 11 first-team players for that week. And then I've built my, my team. The way I've built it is pretty close to... It's pretty solid for the last two game weeks. And that's just the way I'm going to, I'm going to work it. It's only four weeks left, so I'm quite happy where I'm at. Attack this week, one hit next week, barring injuries, obviously. We could pull throw spanners into work. And then can I just see it through the last two weeks of the season? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, for myself, I'm looking at getting Calvert-Lewin in. I've seen a stat that he's involved in 58% of Everton's away goals this season. So they play two away games. So I think he's got a, a decent chance. Um, obviously, you said Zaha there. I don't know if I'm that convinced with, with Crystal Palace and Zaha. And there's another differential or a cheapy one. I kind of thought James Ward pros as well. Quite high up amongst the midfielders. He's not, been, he's not really been on my radar. Um, but I think he's an interesting option. Blanks for the for so for players that double but then blank Chelsea. I'm quite happy to have Rudiger. Um, they managed the clean sheet against Real Madrid last night. They managed the clean sheet against City in the FA Cup final. So I think they're they're well suited to to keeping the clean sheets quite defensive. Uh, they'll be playing Arsenal as well, and if they can get through tonight, I think Arsenal may be more focused on the Europa League. Uh, I'm also happy to have Nacho and Castagna as well. Um, Newcastle is a nice fixture in the double, and then United. You'd, you'd like to, you'd probably think there's going to be some sort of rotation there, especially with the uh, Liverpool game just around the corner. I don't know if they'll, with a big derby like that. I don't know if they'll want to re- consider resting players. So that's really who I'm looking at. Obviously, the the triple up of Man United. Well, for me, I've already got three Man United players, so I don't really have to look at transfers for that. Um, the only thing I'm a bit worried about is not having Salah. That's my concern. Just on that, Tom, did you, did you ever consider three hitting this week for the maximum points you can get and then rolling for next week? Or was it always a well, plan? Because you could, also, you, could build, sorry, you could also build your team completely with the best double and triple game week players you would have this one week to get maximum points. But how many players would you have sitting for the game week later, as it stands? As it stands for... 36 or 35 for, works out. for 36 how many would I have mm-hmm. I think it makes more sense to play the free hit just uh, in 36 because apart from two players my team's full of doublers and triplers so I mean I was considering actually getting rid of Kane and getting rid of Son and bringing in Calvert-Lewin and Salah and having a full starting 11 of triple and double players and then with the blanks, that would be tricky because I've got three Man United, I've got two Leicester, so that's five right away. Mm-hmm. I've got Rudiger for Chelsea, um, and no Arsenal players. So, so without even you'd have to take a hit to build the eleven players. So it's just works out better for your team. Right, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I know people are playing the free hit this week, but I just think, for myself personally, I think it's a better. That There's a lot to... of people taking minus four, minus eight because we all get players in. So I think your rank's going to improve because people are chasing hmm. the triple and double game weeks. So I think when you get to your, like, your oh, yeah, the FPL live, you look at it, you'll be, I think you'll be ahead of the curve before things even kick off. This would be the average rank. 
Simultaneously. I think a lot of free hitters this week are going to have very similar teams. And by free hit, I don't think I can vary my team that much. Whereas next week, I can try, I can triple up on Everton. They're playing like Sheffield United at home. I can um, I could look at uh, Villa players that I don't own any of that are going to be playing Palace. I could even triple up on Man City, who'll be playing Newcastle, if I can try and predict Pep's lineup. So I can target a lot of teams where the ownership's maybe not that high. And so I think that. No, it makes perfect, makes perfect sense. Just try to kind of pleasure you a bit. No, well, the last question is uh, with Lingard, he's had two blanks in a row now. Has his luck finally ran out, Peter? No. <laughs> I think he's just a great player to own. Uh, I've mentioned earlier on, that's Antonio back. That's Creswell back. I, I'm, sticking with I'm sticking with him to the end of the season because for his price is, cheapness is, the fixtures are decent. I mean, that last game they played pretty good first time. Oh, he didn't return, but he was still involved, still busy. I, I think he's at the end of the season regardless. I'm saying that I've got best this week, but that's only because the amount of double players and triple players I've got. So mm. he's taking a hit on that. Because come back and bite me, he could probably return and do more than a double, but just to be the game is, I suppose I'm going to have to leave it this week. But he's at the end of the season. I'm not getting rid of him. I think they're going to look stronger going forward. And the one of the teams that look like they're not dropping off, they look like they're really ramping up. They're really going for this top four. And I hope they get it by Stanley Boris because it's yeah. a good wee story. Especially look at it's like a a redemption story for Moyes and Lingard, I suppose, both of them, because one was done at Man United. Both of them have done at Man United, both of them have done at Man United and have come back. And if they can, if they can secure top four, it's that's pretty special. Good I agree with Peter there. When I played around with transfers in my team, uh, I've, I've never touched Lingard, and I, I thought he's he's one that's going to stay till the end of the season. Fixtures are decent: Everton, Brighton, West Brom, Southampton. Um, just the, the team structure I have as well, uh, he fits right in it. And for the price that he is, Peter mentioned all those players back, Antonio, Cresswell, I don't think I'll be moving him till the end of the season. Just on that again, with some of the Scottish game about picking players jump to play for. I mean, they're pushing for top four, so it's just, to me, he's a no-brainer to having the team because he's going to be every week. And England squad, there's two from the I mean, Champions League football and getting an England squad for the Euros, so He's going to be trying his hardest at the end of the season. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys as well. The the last two fixtures, the play uh, West Brom and Southampton as well. I think West Brom's fate will be wrapped up by then and then Southampton don't really have anything to play for either and haven't really been great uh, defensively. So uh, despite the two blanks, I, I still think he can be a valuable asset until the end. Thank you. Nothing else? That's it. No, that's it. Good on any add on FPL chat? Well, I just want to add uh, what a mad end to the season this is going to be. Game week 35 kicks off this Friday, so that, that'll be tomorrow, and it ends the following Thursday. <laughs> Game week 36 then kicks off the next day and ends on Sunday. Game week 37 kicks off the Tuesday after that and ends the next day. And Game week 38 kicks off the following Sunday. So we're really in for, for some run-in here in the FPL. Compare that to the Scottish game. Where like the the chat on Twitter and that has has died out died down a little bit, and uh, you get three weeks of madness football here in 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 England. <laughs> if you if you don't keep up here with uh, Ben Krellin's ticker, then I I would have been out. Uh, no, he's a lifesaver this year. He's been great this year for actually keeping 
and I'm glad I follow him. There's a lot of great because one of these, I think he's essential if you want to become a better FPL manager, just obviously constantly checking the fixtures, where you can build towards, and so on and so forth. I've got one more question. One question before we finish up the FPL chat, then. Three, so my United triple up, triple game, sorry, triple game week. If money was no option, no consequence, and you'd all free transfers, whatever, blah, 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 free hit, what three minor players each would you have in your team for the last for the game week? We'll start with you, Tom. Probably the three I've got now. Greenwood, Fernandez, and Sean. Gunnar. Probably be Bruno, Greenwood, and Maguire, just for his nailedness. See, I agree with Gunnar. Just, just that... Uh, Shaw might play two out of three, I think. Could play three out of three, Tom, and then you've won, and that's case it worked out well, but I think Maguire's bad injury, he'll be the three out of three, definitely nailed on. Yeah, I was considering Henderson as well, but you, you never know. He might just throw De Gea in for one of them because the games come so thick and fast. Uh, but I think Maguire, they don't really have any alternatives. So, transfers, um, we've kind of discussed. Captains, I think... Pretty always listen to watch for Anna. Are we all going Bruno for the game week, Tom? Yeah, ninety-nine percent. Is that one percent Greenwood? No, one percent Salah. You haven't got Salah, have you? No, but if I get him, I would, I would consider a captain. Right, right, right. Gunnar, captain. I'm the same. Um, I am on Bruno at the, uh, at the minute, but. Salah, he's an option. Playing the Southampton side, we're pretty weak at the minute. And then playing Man United after the last game in this triple. Uh, it is tempting, but I think Bruno or a Man United asset is, is going to be the better choice. Yeah, I'm on Bruno, but Greenwood's sitting there, but I just think he's not as nailed. So it's Bruno for me. And we discussed the transfer. Any other transfers? Kind of just Tommy brought up Salah, but I suppose we're all just kind of looking at the game, not really, not really settled on who we're going to bring in yet. Or do you know who's actually going to bring in Tom? As it stands, I think Kane and Son go out for DCL and Salah. As it stands, that's um, bold. I like it because I can free hit the following week and get the triple spurs for the Sheffield United game. Is it Sheffield United? I guess. No, no, it's, no, it's Wolves. Sorry, Wolves. Yeah. We haven't been great, but I mean, I might not triple up. I mean, I'll need to see how they perform against Leeds, who again haven't been great defensively. And then Spurs then play Villa at home, which is is a consideration. I'm a bit worried about that. But in the last game, they're away at Leicester, and that's going to be tougher because Leicester obviously could still be going for the top four position there. So that's the plan as it stands just now. Will be yourself, Gunnar? Yeah, only one transfer free transfer this week so it'll probably be Maguire and if I do take a hit I might punt on Zaha or prepare my team for after that and bring in a, an Everton defender already because I got Holding who I think uh, like wasn't playing for Arsenal the last weekend so just to like set me up for the running I, I might make a transfer there and just compensate that with them having a double game week so take the hit now instead of next week um but Maguire is probably my one free, and then if I do take it, I'll, I'll have to see. Yeah, so I'm ready to bring in Coleman for that Chelsea mm -hmm. guy. That's my... <laughs> and probably Maguire for Dallas, and that would be my two. My thoughts are different. I know he's taking it this week. I'm 
one of the play, and then next week I'll just take the minus four to get 11 out. That's going to be a good work it, I think. Try to maximise this week, and then yeah. see how it was next week. Right, that's a Scottish thing, guys. Unless anything else to add, anything else, Tom Gunnar? No. Shaking your heads all around. Okay, get your plugs in, Tom. So I am at FFS Scout on Twitter. Um, usually I do a, a, an article at the end of this week, but game week isn't until mid next week, so maybe looking at Monday, Tuesday just now. But you can hit me up on Twitter. Good up. Yeah, I'm at Fitball Weekly Pod on Twitter. I'm doing the captain poll. Uh, I've put out the brackets and the scores for our cup. And yeah, any questions, fantasy football related, just get in touch. Right, I'm the same. I'm at Fantasy Half. Uh, get in touch. Follow us. We'll always answer the questions in the community or online if we're all available. And if you like the podcast, you can give us a review wherever you get your podcasts. And next week will be one of our special podcasts again, I think, because the no Scottish games. We'll cover about English football, I think. And it will be, in fact, won't I think it's because it's going to say it's over two weeks. So it will be our top 10 fullbacks. Fullbacks, aye. Fullbacks. Pretty obvious one and two, I think. But you never know about the spanner that works. Lacks out number one. Greg Taylor number two. What about John Joe Kenny? <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, well, that's true. He's not, he wouldn't make a top 15 if he's 15. That's, let's be honest. But again, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for the loan. And thanks for being on, guys. And we'll see you again next week. So say goodbye, Tom. Bye-bye. Say goodbye, Gunnar. Goodbye. And it's goodbye for me. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.